0: This is VOC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabiru Sheygesa. Only on The Voice of the King.
1: 17 minutes after 7 is where we're at this morning and we move along now to our next feature. Now, of course at this time of the year, you know, we know that schools reopen, universities reopen, um, the academic year is kick-started and many a time, you know, students are finding um, that they are having, having to forego uh, their academic successes due to stresses like finances, financial debt, etc. Historical so, debt, like they call it. And is. historical debt. But that's another thing. We'll Get to in a bit, Now it was a bit of a chaotic start um, out in Johannesburg yesterday at Vuts University, where students embarked on a protest action over registration issues, and they were protesting against the financial exclusion of some six thousand students, um, which includes historical debt amongst other issues. Now, we thought we'd get you know some individuals on to chat too and find out you know what exactly is going on in the tertiary in, or tertiary education um arena with regards to finances as well as historical debt. Joining us online this morning, Rais Nourabai, a member of the VITS Coalition for Free Education as well as uh, in a bit we're going to be speaking to education expert Hendrik Makineta. Good morning, Assalamualaikum Rais, and thank you so much for joining us
2: thank you for having us
1: now of course we know a few years ago you know the fees must fall movement was imperative in terms of bringing about this conversation with regards to fees finances and accessing um education at a tertiary level perhaps you know start off by helping us understand what is the climate like at this moment in time uh
2: i'm sorry i didn't catch the
1: question Okay, I will repeat. I said a few years ago, we know the Fees Must Fall movement was imperative in terms of bringing about the conversation with regards to fees and, you know, those that might not be able to afford education, hence hampering and putting a stop to their education. Um, You know, perhaps telling us or starting off with making us, giving us an understanding as to what is the climate like at this moment in time at a tertiary level?
2: In 2015-2016, when the Fees 4 protest happened, we were promised a progressive rollout of free education. Currently, at this University, we have an unprecedented number of students being financially excluded. Uh, We have fees that are increasing. We have debt that's stopping students from registering and graduating. And so more and more students are being turned away from the doors of higher education. We are, in fact, moving backwards. Um, The gains of Fees 4 are being lost. As we speak, and this is why, as the best Coalition for Free Education, we are on the street demanding that this status quo is not one that we will accept.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, you know, when you say the momentum is being lost and the gains of the fees must fall movement is being lost as well, in terms of the conversations around that with those that, you know, make these decisions at a higher level at tertiary institutions, I mean, you know, what, what has that been like over the past few years?
2: Decision-making over the past few years concerning free education. Correct. So over the past two years or so, we've seen on our campuses uh, the political spaces shrink. We've seen the movement for free education lose a lot of momentum. At the end of 2017, we were given a promise by the state for free education, and yet we haven't seen that actualized. There are students who are on NSFAS who haven't received uh, their, their funding yet, uh, who are being put on, uh, on waiting lists. We have again more and more students who are being excluded from the system. The difference is that in the past couple of years that has been done without uh, significant pushback from the student body, and that's what's different now is that we have one united student body speaking clearly on where we stand concerning historical debt, concerning the falling of fees, concerning graduation uh, unhindered by historical debt as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of the protest that was held yesterday, I mean, you know, what was the point of it and, you know, what were the outcomes thereof?
2: So, yesterday morning, a group of students, rich students, uh, marched to the Parktown education and medical campuses. And outside medical school, uh, there was a group of us from many different political affiliations. The EFF Student Command was there, the VIT-BYA and the VIT-SRC was there, along with a number of uh, sh- uh, student activists who don't necessarily belong to the parties, but who do belong to the coalition. And uh, we were outside medical school. Our plan was simple, to move in peacefully, uh, to conscientize students inside of the school and to gain the solidarity of the students who are there, while many, many thousands of students are being turned away from the doors of the institution because of debt. That was our line of march. All that we were doing was singing outside of the gates, and unprovoked, the police opened fire with rubber bullets. Students were injured, um, students were shot, and uh, we saw an entirely disproportionate use of force, and another student was arrested as well. So, we saw immediately brutality towards protesting students outside medical school at West yesterday. The police not only did shoot at the, the crowd to disperse, but pursued us down the street and continued shooting at us. Um, and so we ultimately had to seek refuge in the West Education Campus. Mm-hmm. So it, it, there is an important conversation to be had here concerning the right to protest, uh, and and it must be stressed that we were peacefully protesting yesterday. Um, and so if we are to claim that we are living up to the ideals of our democracy, then we need to really interrogate why students are being brutalized for peacefully protesting for free education.
1: More rights and just in terms of going forward, you know, will you continue with your protests?
2: The protests will continue until all students are allowed to register, regardless of the historical debt. And beyond that, at um, this, the line that we've given to the institution so last week, Monday, we submitted a memorandum to the institution following a march, um, putting forward a number of demands, including registration. Uh, regardless of historical debt, but we did put a particular demand to the university to, subsequent to allowing students to register regardless of historical debt, appeal to the state, pressure the state for a higher education debt bailout. Our argument here is that if the state in 2020 can spend more than 100 billion rand bailing out ESCOM, if the state can spend more than 10 billion rand bailing mm-hmm. out SAA, then the state can afford to bail out higher education and bail out students drowning in debt. We know at best right. that... The total student debt is above one billion rand. Mm-hmm. We need an intervention on that scale, and we need a movement on that scale, on a national scale, because this isn't just the Vits issue.
1: All right. Well, Raees, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Raees Nurba, member of the Vits Coalition for Free Education, there speaking to us. Also joining us online this morning, education expert Hendrik Makaneta, to of course share comments. Uh, Hendrik, good morning, and thank you so much for joining
0: us. Thank you very much indeed, and uh, morning to the listeners as well. Now,
1: Hendrik, perhaps, you know, just starting off by commenting on, on the last point that was made by our guest, Raees Nurbai, where he says, you know, in terms of the Department of Higher Education, you know, it need, that comment needs to get there and be made, that a bailout is needed in terms of the fees that are owing by many students, in terms of, you know, now they are being held up, they can't register due to owing and that historical debt. Perhaps your comment on that point.
0: Definitely. I, I fully agree with uh, the vets coalition of students for taking to the streets to demand that uh, students should be registered at this time. We all know that the country has gone through a very difficult period of COVID-19 last year, and there are many parents who, in the process, uh, may have lost their jobs uh, and subsequently lost income. Uh, but at the same time, we feel that... Uh, the student debt is a thorn in the flesh of many students and parents in the country, and unless it is fully addressed, we will continue to see high levels of uh, uh, you know, uncertainty amongst uh, a wide range of institutions throughout the country. <sighs> it is high time that the uh, government must live up to its promise. In 2017, already, uh, the former president, Jacob Zuma, made a critical announcement announcing that uh, education will be free after the EHA Commission, which was held to investigate uh, funding uh, within the tertiary uh, level. It is unfortunate that we are sitting here four years later without uh, solutions and therefore something drastic has to be done and and the second thing again is that we do not appreciate the fact that institutions of higher learning have to rely on the police to manage uh, student protests calling police into campuses is uncalled for and it is my view that it should be the last resort, only when uh, there, there are violent protests that, that uh, you know the police should be called as a as a last uh, resort. But at this time, we believe that management must sit down with students and find a way to resolve the issue of uh, registration. All students uh, who qualify, uh, who have passed their courses, should be registered in the academic year 2021.
1: Now, Hendrik, you've just you referenced you know former President Jacob. Zuma, of course you know end of 2017 having mentioned that you know um, free um, finance or free education um, now in terms of the part of higher education what exactly is their stance on historical debt I mean we see universities in South Africa saying that historic debt you know writing of students historic debt is simply not on the cards due to universities um, you know going to be facing a lot in terms of challenges if those debts are not recovered
0: Definitely, Uh, I I think that the Department of Higher Education Science and Technology uh, is the one that is now failing students at this uh, level. Uh, it, it can be correct that universities are treated as uh, private institutions. These are uh, public institutions which we, which should first and foremost put the interest of students uh, first, as opposed to uh, profits. It appears that they want to uh, put money first at the expense of the academic life of students. And it is for this reason that I'm saying government should collaborate with the private sector. To find uh, money, in as much as we have been able to find money from the IMF for other bailouts, such as SCOM, as the student leader has already said, we should be able to find money that can bail out uh, students, so that the historic, grab, uh, the, 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 the historic debt uh, faced by students should finally be scrapped, and students should be able to continue with their lives. It does not make sense that, uh, you know, students owe hundreds of thousands of rents to institutions. And even after completing, most of them are unable to get their qualifications because of this historic debt. And as a result, they miss many job opportunities because they do not have their academic uh, transcripts with them so for me that is another cause for concern which i think government should not uh, stand aside and watch Mm -hmm. it is time that government steps into the terrain of higher education and resolve the issues which affect uh, students mainly historic debt and the inability to register i mean uh, if i can just give you another example there are students who have passed you know a student has been studying last year Uh, some of them have been doing first year others uh, second year they have passed their modules it it is not correct that they can continue with their studies simply because they are owing where else uh, should they go
1: All right, Hendrik. Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, on air this morning. Unfortunately, time does not permit for us to go further, but we do appreciate your views being shared with us right here on VOC Breakfast. Of course, that was education expert Hendrik Makaneta speaking to us this morning with regards to uh, the owing of historical debt and currently what is at play in the country.